please take your Bibles and open up to the book of Joshua. We'll be reading from Joshua chapter 14. Chapter 14. Joshua chapter 14. In this chapter, we'll be looking at the division of the land west of the Jordan. Also, we'll be looking at Hebron given to Caleb. The narrator will um, talk about these these particular topics, and um, it's related to the people of Israel, the descendants of Israel. We must always keep in mind that the Israelites are descendants of Jacob. Later on, God had renamed them and called them Israel. However, even before that, the fathers of Jacob are written in the book as well. The narrator has written about and has told us the names of his fathers. And these fathers are called the patriarchs. And I'm talking about Abraham and Isaac. So it's very important to understand that there's a progression in the Bible that from the very beginning, God had planned, and clearly uh, the narrator uh, reveals to us that God had planned to um, raise up a people unto himself and that he would call his own. And he, would, he has given them names, just as he has given us names. Our names are what our parents has given us, but also our names are written, um, or I should say we, are, um, we have been given a new name, and that is the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That is our new name. In the New Testament, and I like to describe us as, and it, there are, there's places that calls us Christians. But there are many other names that God has given us that I like to describe us as, and the Bible describes us as, as uh, believers. Believers in, 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 in Jesus Christ, that is united with Jesus Christ, and so forth, and so on. But I, I'm sharing this with you because every passage that you read, even the passage that we're about to read, it's all part of the it's all part of the story of God. The story of the people of God. And that's how we have to think. And that's how we should be thinking from day to day. We are part of a story, an, an, an unfolding story from day to day. As we wait for the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We're part of God's story. God is working with us and through us. He's raising us up to be his people. And he's blessing us. And he has blessed us as his people by giving us treasures. I like to describe them as treasures that are here in this earth. And there are treasures that are in our hearts, that are within us, that God has given us as well. And it's important for us to find out what those treasures are and learn how to 
not only appropriate them, that is to get them, but also we need to learn how to use them in a way that we can glorify God. So as we read, think about these things. Think about how this message that the narrator here in Joshua has given to us, how it, it relates to us as a people, New Testament people, New Testament believers. That is a new covenant. We have been, we are, we're, we're part of the new covenant uh, of, of God revealed in the Bible. Amen? Now, these are the areas of the Israelites received as an inheritance in the land of Canaan, which Eleazar the priest, Joshua, son of Nun, and the heads of the tribal clans of Israel allotted to them. Their inheritance were as signed by lots to the nine and a half tribes, as the Lord had commanded through Moses. Moses had granted the two and a half tribes their inheritance east of the Jordan, but had not granted the Levites an inheritance among the rest. For the sons of Joseph had become two tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim. The Levites received no share of the land. They received no share of the land, but only towns to live in, with pasture lands for their flocks and their herds. So the Israelites divided the land just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Now, what you, I want you to notice here is what's, what the narrator is talking about. He's talking about an inheritance. He's talking about Israel, the Israelites. The Israelites had inherited an area of land in this world at that time. Uh, and it was, it was inheritance that was promised to the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So they are receiving now this inheritance, this promise inheritance from God and of course though they have died though which is interesting Abraham, Isaac and Jacob by this time had died and all the other uh, men and, and women of course okay we always talk about the patriarchs but there's women and involved as well but I always, always I believe the narrator always makes it clear that it's the men who are the, the leaders during this time and should be I think even during our time the men should always be leaders they should be the ones who should be passing on uh, the inheritance and in, or an inheritance that is from God passing it on to their children and that's that's the I think that's the best way to do life you know one of the things that I always try to do as a father is always try to do things in a way that uh, it's exemplary. I want to set an example for you on how to live and how to, to be as we wait, or as you wait, as I should say, as we wait for the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Because I realize that unless, unless Jesus uh, returns, and I hope he does, I hope he t returns real soon. I'm always praying for that. Lord Jesus, come, come now, come soon. But if I should die, 
I am hopeful right now that when I do die, I have left an inheritance that uh, would be uh, a be uh, uh, inheritance that you would you would there, something that you uh, would be, it would be something that you would receive and be able to continue to glorify God with. That is that is that is my long term goal here in this earth as I wait for the return of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as your as your father as your husband as your neighbor. It is always my goal to leave you something that you can use after I'm gone. And that's basically what the patriarchs did for Israel. Uh, they, 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 they left, they left an, a, an inheritance for them, which would be their land. A piece of land, a part of a, of a country, in this case Canaan. A place where they can call their own. A place that they can call their home. And, and worship God. Not just to go there and and to just have fun and have play, which is important and, and that's okay to enjoy. And you know, of course, they have to they have to work and they have to build this land up and build infrastructures and things like that so that they can make a living in or from. But the ultimate, the ultimate goal, the chief end of every man and should be of every person, including you, including us, is to glorify God and of course to enjoy him it's both all together but we can't forget this this is always this should be always in our mind in our minds this should always be what we want most is to glorify God and so that's what's the, this is what's taking place now in this this particular section the narrator is 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 revealing to us those things which, which God are, is now fulfilling the promises that he had gave to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now, it's, it's, all this is coming together and it's, 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 it's coming to a place now where they are dividing the land and they're receiving the land, the inheritance. Our inheritance. We have been given an inheritance as well. From our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, when He ascended into heaven, when He, when He, after He had, was resurrected from the dead, and He ascended into heaven, He has given us His Holy Spirit, just as He, just as he has promised, and we are to live by the Spirit, by faith, and we're to glorify God by the Spirit, by faith, and and as as we live in this earth. We are to always remind ourselves and to continue to read just like we're doing and to, to, to gather together and to encourage one another and to edify one another, to build one another up in the, in the knowledge and the wisdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is what I hope for you. Now, the men of Judah approached Joshua and Gilgal and Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the, Ken, Ken, uh, the Kenizzites, said to him, you know what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God at Kadesh Barnea, about you and me? I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to explore the land. And I brought him back a report according to my convictions. Convictions are important. 
I hope you are convicted right now. I hope that this message, this, the words that I'm reading right now are convicting your heart. That it is, it is, it is causing within you a, a desire, a, 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 a deep desire for, for God, to glorify God, to worship God, and to praise Him with your lives. I was 40 years old, verse 7. And Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to explore the land, and I brought him back a report according to my convictions. But my brothers who went up with me made the hearts of the people melt with fear. God forbid that your heart would melt with fear. I, I, however, followed the Lord my God wholeheartedly. Yes, this is, this is good. This is what we should be doing as a people of God, new covenant believers. So on that day, Moses swore to me, the land on which your feet have walked will be your inheritance and that of your children forever. Because you have followed the Lord, my God, wholeheartedly. He's asking for what he is rightly his. Do you do that? When you rise each morning and when you pray, are you asking for what is rightly yours from God? Lord God, when I wake up each morning, Lord God, give me the spirit, the, the Holy Spirit, so that I can live this day, live in this day. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow's not promised. I want to live now, Lord God, for you. Give me the spirit so I can live for you. Because I am overwhelmed right now without your spirit. I am fearful without your spirit. I want to know that you're with me. I want to know that I'm going to be blessed by you. Like Jacob. Remember Jacob, the story about Jacob? And when he struggled with, with the Lord, he fought with the Lord to, to, throughout the night and to a point where the Lord, he fought so hard. And I, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm always blessed about that story. He fought so hard that he was, he was, he was the Lord just finally just, just, just had to just break his socket in his thigh. And just like, listen, no, here. Here's your blessing. You can have it now. And Jacob was just, you know, even though he was injured from that point on, he continued to march. He continued to live with boldness, with the zeal for his Lord. And that's what I hope for you. Verse 10. Now, then, just as the Lord promised, he has kept me alive for 40 years since the time he said this to Moses while Israel moved about in the desert. So here I am today, 85 years old, 85 years old. I am still as strong today as the day Moses sent me out. I am just as vigorous to go out to battle now as I was then. Now give me this hill country that the Lord promised me that day. You yourself heard then that the Anakites were there and their cities were large and fortified. But the Lord helped me. He helped me. I will drive them out just as he said. Then Joshua blessed Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and gave him Hebron as, in, as his inheritance. So Hebron was, has belonged to Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzites, ever since, because he followed the Lord, the God of Israel, wholeheartedly. Hebron used to be called Kirath Arba, after Arba, was the greatest man among the Anakites. 
Then the land had rest from war. Amen. Now, what again, what I want you to get from this passage is that you too, you have an inheritance. And your inheritance is eternal. And it's an inheritance, though, that must be tended to. It must be asked for every day. Every day, you must go before the Father and, and, and ask for that. He wants that. He's going to give it to you, but he wants you to ask for it every day. He wants you to, to, to even be in a place where you are begging for it, just like Caleb was. Demanding it, even. Oh, God, you said you're going to give me this. You said you would give me the Holy Spirit if I ask. As a father, you will provide for me. You will give me those things which I need in order to truly glorify you, in order to live as I wait for Jesus. And that's, that's all I'm asking for, Lord. Please give it to me. And, 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 and wait. And I trust, and trust me, God will give you what rightly belongs to you. If you believe. Believe. And receive. That's what this section is telling us. That's what the narrator is reminding us about this morning. The Spirit of God. Remember, he's the narrator of this Bible that we're reading from day to day. And the things that he reveals to us are the things that we can apply in our lives right now. Amen? Now let us pray with heads bowed and eyes closed. Lord God, bless you once again for another day. And yes, Father, give us your spirit so that we can live by your spirit today, so that we can glorify you, so that we can love you with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our soul, and with all our strength. And that we can love our neighbors even as we love ourselves. In the same way that we love ourselves, in the same way that we care for ourselves, we want to care for our neighbors as well. And so I pray that we would today. I pray that wherever we go, whether it be at work, at school, here in a home, at the shopping market, especially during this time, as we need, we need the Spirit because there are people out there who will try our patience. And so we want to be ready we want to be lights in darkness, even now, today, especially as we enter into this season, what we describe as the Advent season before Christmas, as we get ready to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ with all our brothers and sisters throughout this world as we wait for the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And in Jesus' name I ask and pray. Amen.